0: It was hot, and the football was sizzling, and we're here to talk about it. Hello, everybody. Terry Bennett, Grant Goodwin here. Sideline to Sideline, the 4A edition brought to you by SI Design and Printing. Uh, And if you know, you know how this shows work. This is the last show of the night. So, actually, I think for everything that's happened, we're, we're pretty steady right now. It's been a weird night. First show, or first night, if you're listening to this on YouTube or watching this on YouTube and you're looking for the 3A show it's audio-only, S2S, We're on YouTube? <laughs> you just realized the camera's and the light. You just thought I got new lighting to, to, to make it brighter in here? I mean, you are getting blind, and so you're always needing light, so you thought I just got the I'm brand getting new.
1: getting blind, and my nose is always running.
0: Well, we know why your nose is always running. I'm just blind. saying. It.
1: The hops okay. and the wheat and okay. the barley. Okay. So <laughs> the energy like drinks. Uh, but uh, Don Johnson stuff or something. No. What? nothing
0: on that note we'll have coach x as always football football we are going to be talking (laughs) some football hey this is the first show of the night that we're not talking about where we were last week or where we are this week
1: Um, where we were last week was great but it wasn't great (laughs) (laughs) we did see a 418 that was pretty great we got to eat some really good barbecue and we got to see mammoth bones Oh, yeah, Willie Mammoth. That was fun. Like, that was, I mean. You doubted me, too. No, 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 no. I never said that.
0: I think you did. See, But I don't want to go see the Mammoth. Okay, first off, you know me. I love history, and I love that kind of stuff. I was about to compliment you on that when you pick off football stuff to do on our road trips, they're usually pretty fun. Wait, what about my on football stuff? You don't like that? When you pick off football stuff, like that time you and I recreated uh the Tom Hanks movie, out in West Texas. Oh, Castaway, yeah. yeah. I came up with the FedEx package. And oh, we're, we're going up there this week. Yeah. Oh, Canadian. yeah, we could do that again. Yeah, we don't no. really have time. Well, maybe on the way out, we might have to. I feel like we have to just at least stop by there. The time you took me to see the Davidians, that was fun. Yeah, yeah,
1: I guess. You didn't warn me that they we would be... We a... didn't actually see the war... Davidians. Yes, we did. You didn't warn me that it was like an active compound. and I all... want to go take you to Carthage to see Weekend at Bernie's stuff. You
0: know, oh, with the dead Bernie man. T- oh, Bernie TD. Wow. Yeah, wow. we can at Bernie's. Dude, I, I live too close still, to that. I, was, I still
1: can't believe they made that guy pretend like he was alive, or they pretended like he was alive. I think
0: you're confusing two stories, by the way. That's not. No, a, I'm not. Anyway, on that note, we want to well, think. Yeah,
1: I mean, that was the funeral home in Carthage. They yes. took the dead guy. No. And
0: they moved no. his arms. No. That's, and said, we don't owe you any money. He's that, alive. That's a move from the 80s. Bernie shot a woman in the back. Put her oh. in the freezer. Are you and, sure? Yeah, I lived all that. I was in that area right after all that happened. Hmm. And what do you know about the case that they don't know? Nothing. Mm-hmm. I, okay. I, I know it was really weird. Um, I, I mean, I literally was in... I went to Panola. Like, Is that weekend at Bernie's or... That's... No, that's Bernie is Bernie TD. Never mind. Let's scratch that. I was confused. Can we start over? Um, Anyway, we've already started over a couple times. Uh, We do want to thank our title sponsor on that note, SI Design and Printing. Uh, You saw the commercial if you are watching on YouTube. Uh, By the way, this is all new for end season. We're going to have some rough spots, uh, but we're still having some great shows. And I think we have a great show tonight. First off, truly the action, including the one we saw last week. I I thought all three classes started off the season with a bang. I think there was a lot of a lot of people were just worried, what would the heat do? Would it end up affecting? And to be honest with you, the games we saw and talking to coaches, I think everybody prepared so well. And this is why sometimes people say, oh, well, wasn't it bad as it was? Well, yeah, because everybody was prepared so much. Mm-hmm. That's a good thing. It's okay to over-prepare for things like this. Yeah. And I think over-preparing allowed it to mainly football just went off like week one of football should. Yeah. I I totally agree. So we're going to be talking about week one. If you're new to the show, we review the week before. We preview the week that is. And when we come back, we'll start with the review of the week that was. Right here on Sideline to Sideline, the 4A edition brought to you by SI Design and Printing on L4 Media. Is your demanding work lifestyle in need of fire resistant clothing that can keep up? Well, L4FR clothing should be your go to for quality, affordability, safety, and style. L4FR was founded by a third generation oil field worker who is also a veteran. Thus, this company has a deep appreciation for reliability and longevity. All while we provide first-rate customer service. Our durable apparel will serve you well for many years to come. Whether you're working on a pipeline, alignment climbing utility poles, or in any other environment requiring fire-resistant apparel, L4FR has you covered. Our apparel is tough enough to resist hazardous conditions while still providing high comfort and style. L4FR provides clothing options to ensure your safety and comfort whether you're on the job or not. To view our complete inventory of flame resistant garments, please visit our online store at l4frclothing.com or give us a call at 817-757-4935. See abla español. Here at L4 Media, we talk high school football, 4A, 3A, and 2A in Texas. We talk East Texas sports. We talk NFL, guy talk, movie, and booze. We also talk wrestling and so much more. So like and subscribe and check us out. Terry Bennett, Grant Goodwin, back here, sideline to sideline, the Class 4A edition, brought to you by SI Design and Printing, right here on L4 Media, as we break into our first regular season show of the 2023 season. It's week two, so that means it's a review of week one. And as I said, I don't think on the 2A show, blink your eyes, and we're going to be sitting at week six. That's how this always works for us. All right, where do you want? You want, Let's start the game. I guess we were at uh, uh, China Spring versus Lorena. Uh huh. Um, be a little bit quicker on this one because we talked a lot more. I, I, China Spring won this game, but L- I, Lorena was the the underdog, and we were curious to see how they were to do. Everything China Spring did was exactly what we thought China Spring would do in this game. Man, they are just – they are so loaded. Yeah, they are. I mean, Cash
1: McCollum, a, a quarterback. Dude, Kyle it, Barton uh, right now has a different wiggle yeah. than he did last year. Yeah. And there's so – dominant up front on the defensive side of the ball.
0: Well, and you go back to quarterback, best quarterback in 4A. Uh, and, I, and I don't necessarily mean best stats, best arm, but when he controls the offense. He
1: might have the best
0: arm, Well, I'm though. just saying. I'm Some just of saying, those throws. Yes, but but just his – you always hear about leadership and how a quarterback runs the offense. I think sometimes that gets a little overrated. Not with him. Like, whenever something would go bad, and you know, it was the first game, and Lorraine is a quality opponent. Things, they went backwards a few times. Yeah. He always seemed to answer with a big play. And, and more importantly, he always knows when it's, it's okay to throw it away and punt.
1: Yeah, yeah, You trust yeah.
0: your defense. You trust your offense through the whole game. And there was a couple times where you could see that, hey, he might have, if it had been a two minutes left, he could have tried to put it into a small window. But with it being eight minutes into the first half, hey, just throw it away. Let's punt and we'll get the ball back. Yeah, Um that Nothing happened. We said this on the 3A show. Nothing about that game diminished anything about Lorena, but everything about that game just showed that China Springs not going anywhere. No, not at all. I mean, they continue to be a threat
1: in Class 4A. Yeah. All right. How about Estacado, 65, Midland Greenwood, 51. Estacado's uh, running back, Bobby Ross, 262 yards rushing. Uh, the quarterback, uh, Johnson, DJ Johnson, threw for 205 yards. You know, really kind of – look, Greenwood's a good football team. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, And they put up a lot of points against Escado's defense. How much does that worry you about the Escado defense?
0: (laughs) Going in, can they run region one? Yeah, maybe. But what happens when they get up? Yeah. Right. You know, I I don't know. That's a good question. I I will say this. I was high on on, on the – you know, Estacada a few years ago, and and you came in this offseason and you've been really high on them. And, and I think offensively with the Ross kids, you don't have to worry about a lot. I I, I will give Midland Greenwood credit. I think Midland Greenwood's going to have a really good offense this year. But I do, yeah, too. I, I, do I, too. I, I do think you circle this. And, again, we always say the first game you might take with a grain of salt. Weird things happen. Again, heat, all that. Um, but yeah, I do think you need to circle this, and, and let's let's circle back when they've got Canyon West Plains in a, in a few weeks, and then when they get Andrews, who had a big win to start their season, uh, and then when they get Brownwood in District, that's going to be. I know, I know. Again, Brownwood only returns one guy, but when that one guy, as I call, that's like returning five on most other teams. Hey, Brownwood's looking good after week one. Yeah, let's go ahead and jump into that. They beat Abilene Wiley thirty-five to twenty-one. Uh, you know. We were, we were wanting to see what I call in and we'll call them the 10 newbies would do and, and putting up uh, 35 against a solid 5A, Wiley. They've kind of come out of there where they struggled for, what, five years almost. I mean, like really bad football. Last year they kind of started uh, coming back to being the old Bulldog team, and, and I think they're going to be pretty good in 5A out there this year. I thought a very quality win for Brownwood, especially, again, in a game where we talked about heat, might allow the bigger teams to out some of these in these 5A, 4As, 4As, 3As. Really good answer for Brownwood. All right. How about uh, Flower Bluff, 42, Bernie, 35. Corpus Christi, Flower Bluff. This goes back to exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. 5A school uh, who might be on the cusp of moving up against well, – Here here you go. Here's the reason. Look, Flower Bluff scored 14
1: fourth-quarter points. Exactly. Could push themselves – above uh Bernie uh flower bluffs quarterback Jaden uh, Paulson uh threw he was like twenty six forty two for four hundred and twenty yards passing. Uh Jaden Johnson ran for or I'm sorry had two hundred and sixty eight yards receiving a lot of that
0: was in the second quarter yes. against Bernie. Yeah and, and again I go back to you you know last year this game was thirty five thirty two Bernie. It was a shootout. Uh flower bluff is not a terrible five A team. No, they're really good it, it, and I think this is a, a thing where turn the temperature down 20 degrees, and I don't know if, if this happens in that second half. Bernie, the one weakness they have is they're, they're having to replace some key defensive guys. Flower Bluff hit them at the perfect time. You said it earlier in, in the other show. Play this game at week eight or nine. I think it's close, but I think maybe Bernie will have found some of that depth that maybe they didn't have in yeah. this game. Hey, this is one. And I know one of the stars for El Campo didn't play, but Cuero, 41, El Campo, 7. Yeah. Um, we keep trying to tell people Cuero is 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 great. Jared Fick has really continued. You know, they, they had a couple years where they they kind of dipped after the state championship. But they're back up, and, and El Campo is going to be back. Because, again, former Cuero coach Travis Rehm, he's going to get El Campo fine. And, and again, oh, yeah. I'd love to see if Oliver Miles plays, but I don't know if he makes up 35 points. I mean, I just think Quero's a better team right now than El Campo. Yeah, Ridge Spareneth, uh started in uh, Oliver
1: Miles' place. Cuero's quarterback, Mason Taro, who had such a great year last year, yep. threw for 125 yards and ran for 87, I believe it was, this week against El Campo. But that Cuero defense, as good as Taro and that offense was, offense was uh, Cuero's defense just, to me putting El Campo and just, you know, holding them to seven points. Yeah, that, putting them in bad
0: positions all night. Yeah, I mean, and that's, that's what you do when you have a young quarterback who wasn't supposed to start. It's not just about him, how he plays. You've got to force him to make those mistakes. Right, right, and they did. Um, let's see – in that same area, man, base City. You, you've you been big on the Black Cats all
1: offseason. I have, and, I and they got a big one against Edna this week, yes. I think it is. Is and, it Edna this week or next week? I can't remember. Yeah, it's Edna this week. We I, got that on the preview show. I, I, why
0: didn't we have that on the 3A run sheet? And uh, I, I know Sweeney's not great, but Sweeney's a, 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 a solid team. I mean, this is a game that... Two years ago, Sweeney probably beat Space City by two or three touchdowns. Uh, so, good win for the Black Cats. Where do you want to go now?
1: Uh, how about Silsby 35, uh, Vider, 14. Sillsby's uh, quarterback, Michael Moser, went 12 of 16 for 223 yards passing. Ashton Cartwright, six catches for 153 yards. Drayland Miller, uh, five catches for 60 yards. Look, Silsby can dial back Miller. The Best player in maybe not just 4A but all, yeah, he's a top right? five player of the year, right? Uh, they can dial him back and still win 35 14. I think you're doing a pretty good job, especially against a team that's
0: probably a pretty good team. I, I like Violet this year. Dwayne DeBose took over, you know, it's the first year since what 97, I think mm-hmm. it was that Jeff Matthews uh, isn't leading them, uh-huh. but you know, this was a team that returned 13 starters from a six and five team that Viter last year just went through the medical tent. It seemed like every week they were losing somebody big. And, and I i mean, this this is one of those games that you go, oh, ah, sisby, they only won 35-14. Let's circle back in seven weeks and see where Viter is because I think you're going to yeah. see a completely different Pirate team. Yeah, that's a good football team. I think it is, too. Speaking of, hey, Henderson – Good win for them. By the way, we have a Clay Baker-Henderson show. We record those on Thursdays. You know, that's a game against the Liberty ILO team that we both think is very improved. Yeah, would they win 28-14? I call it a professional win when you win by two touchdowns. A really good start for the Lions.
1: Let me say this. I think a lot of people thought that Liberty ILO was the favorite coming into this game, and Henderson wins it 28-14.
0: Yeah, that had become kind of the trendy upset pick was Liberty Island to the point where they weren't even now Henderson I don't even winning. I think that
1: was an upset pick at the time. Yeah. I think that was the thing, right? All right. Where you want to go? Uh, how about Chapel Hill, 71, Gilmer, 53?
0: Wow. Well, you took it away. I was going to say what you said in the notes. Wow. Um, you know, first off, we see where Gilmer has to go. We knew Gilmer probably took a step back from last year, um, but seventy-one points—that's that is Ch- right there, ladies and gentlemen—is Chapel Hill's offense when it gets out of its own way. And they still made mistakes, yeah. But when they get out of their own way, when 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 We're they don't unstoppable. when they don't let things—and this isn't a knock on them—but I heard so much after the Bernie game. Oh, our bus broke down. You get out of your own way, and you stop with the excuses as a team, the sky's the limit for this Bulldog the team. The Brisbane kid had a huge game. That was and a, Gilmer's defense could not stop He him. remembered what happened last year. Because let's remember, G- Chapel Hill was on the way to doing this last year against a very good Gilmer defense, and then they just start turning the ball over. But turned they turned the ball, the ball over, ball turn
1: over ball early. Yes. And that was the thing. They turned the ball over early. So I don't think they were ever really – on their way to doing this against Gilmore because they were turning the ball yeah, but I mean, over at one point, early. But I think they could have yeah. but they didn't turn the ball over. Well, But I, they never could get anything started.
0: I know at one point last year in that game, I think five plays for Chapel Hill's offense, it was three turnovers and two touchdowns. Right. Um, again, right.
1: if Chapel Hill can but just – played themselves out of the game yes, exactly, early. exactly. So, and you
0: know. if Chapel Hill can just get out of their way and when things go bad, just keep the head down, don't let it bother you and, and keep looking right. forward. Next play, not last play. Next play, not last that. play. The sky's the limit for this team. This could be the, some, the beginning of what we thought Chapel Hill could be. I this think year. so too. I, I think that's what it's going to be. All right. How about Anna? Thirty-seven. Decatur. Thirty. I mean, we, I didn't know we were going to get a playoff-style football game in the first week of the season. But hey, good, kudos to these two teams for playing each other. You know, Anna. Last year we talked about them thirteen and one. They still got some of that talent, like Jacob Emmer's the run or wide receiver. But they lost a lot. Yeah. I mean, you lose D one quarterback, a D one quarterback, namely, a D one running back, and yeah. you know, uh, D- Jambres Dubar and i thought for them man this was a gutty gutty win against the decatur team that i think decatur was the favorite in this game yeah with their running back nate palmer i believe it was i mean he's gonna
1: run up and down the field against a lot of teams this year coming up to the playoffs and he had a good
0: game in this one too i mean this was a this was an offensive shootout but yeah with nate palmer and landon Phelps and and just that team i First off, I don't think any less of either one of these teams. This no, is exactly kind of what the all. game I thought and it was going to be. Does it
1: not seem like Decatur will have an early season loss or two and then just tear through the playoffs to the region you know, finals or semifinals? I think this team is better than those teams. They might have four losses. But yeah, they've I mean, they, they got they play, a tough schedule.
0: They have one, and they play Ryder this week. They play Stephenville in two weeks, and they have Alvarado in four weeks. I mean, those are all losable games for them. And then they finish out non district with Wichita Falls-Hershey's.
1: People don't realize how good Alvarado is, by the way. And and
0: by the way, they don't run the ball 99% of the time anymore. Alvarado can fling it, and they fling it well. And then don't forget Wichita Falls-Hershey's right before district play. So, yeah, Decatur, to me, is that perfect team that might be – They won't have four losses. No, but I mean – But it is possible. Yeah, Yeah,
1: it is possible, but they won't. I I think they win at least – one, maybe even two, out of the next three games. All right. How about um, Pleasant Grove ten, Brock seven? Man, what a game that was! So, we, we, Brock of course, score or Pleasant Grove scores in the last what minute?
0: yes uh it was it was seven to three for most of the game um neither team could as we always like to say a drop uh Mm -hmm. both defenses and also both offenses working out different things for brock they're trying to figure out their quarterbacks they rotated for pleasant grove they're trying to do the same things they do but they're doing it in a different formation a lot of times but but don't 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 How do you say this? Don't mistake that for what these two defenses did because these two defenses are going to do this to a lot of teams. Oh, yeah. And and both of these teams, at the end of the day – they just need their offense to find consistency. And by the way, when they start playing teams that are lesser than the team they just played, you're going to see some offensive fireworks from both these teams. I am so impressed with both of these teams. I know it's real easy to be like, well, Pleasant Grove, they're a 4A Division two. Look, Brock is basically going to be 4A Division two next year. The number difference between Brock and Pleasant Grove student-wise probably isn't a lot, and I guarantee you it ain't a lot on the sideline because everybody <laughs> Brock plays football. Right. I'm just impressed 100% by this. Yeah, Both Teams. And I, I love when we have these games in non-district because you can do that. And I'll spin it into East Texas with Carthage versus Gilmer or, or Kilgore. I'm so impressed with both of these teams. And people say, well, why Carthage? They won forever. Dude, they're starting a, a kid at quarterback that's, what, a sophomore? Yeah. He throws three interceptions. Jet Surratt. Jet Surratt. Right? He throws like three interceptions. He struggles. Yet at the when they needed him to make the big play, he made the big play for Kilgore. They didn't blink. Carthage, they were not intimidated. Uh, I think if I read it right, the last team to beat Carthage in the regular season was Kilgore. Like what in nineteen ninety seven? No, I think it was twenty eighteen or something like that. But dude, I am I was not as big on Kilgore as you were when we did the the four A show. I I totally get it now. I got to if watch Kilgore
1: can follow it up. They got a big one against Gilmer this week. I. I, I,
0: do we have it on the review sheet? The uh, preview? I yes, we do. Okay, I'm yeah. Okay, I'll say it then. Then all
1: right, all right. Uh, how about uh, Madisonville twenty four, Die Ball fourteen. Madisonville's Jacathian Owens returned a punt for eighty seven yards for a touchdown early in the game to kind of put. Madisonville yep. up there and and make ball play from behind.
0: And you remember when we saw Madisonville against Columbus? Their special teams got them back into the game with a couple big returns. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You, you and I have talked about them ever since we saw them, and we even said last year, man, if they could put this together after that loss against Columbus, they're they going to be a great running game. Yes, man. and and, 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 and they get push up front. Yes. yeah. And, and we said, hey, if they can get right by the playoffs, watch out for them. And, and that's what they did last year. They they got. Right, and they, they ended up winning three and beating Belleville in that shocking nine to three game. You and I are high on Medicineville, and this game does nothing to make me think anything less of them. Right.
1: How about Gregory Portland, 25, Cal Allen, seven? You know, Cal Allen kind of struggled a little bit with Cal Allen or uh, uh, with Portland, Gregory Portland yeah. last year, uh, kind of pulled it out in the second half. Not the case this year.
0: Yeah, you know. This is a rivalry. This is one of the, you know, you think top ten rivalries, especially from 1975 or so on. Uh, but one of our one of our longtime listeners, friend of the show, Frank Carroll, he's from Cal Island, and he's one of those that's pretty straight. Mm-hmm. And he has said, look, we're down this year. Yeah. Like he's even agreed with us that the region outside of, a, you know, a couple of districts might – or a, a district might prop up this team. But there, he goes, we're not anywhere – Anywhere where where we think we, they can be, and we'll see because they got Mexico City, MX, whatever on that one. They've got Flower Bluff and then Quero before they start District. So we're gonna learn really quick. I, I, you and I talked about it. we if think Flower Bluff beat Bernie. I think that's in a couple of weeks. Yes, going to be a tough one for well, Cal I I, I I just wonder if, if Cali can stay on the field with Quero and Flower Bluff the way they're if, if they if they got beat by an okay Gregory
1: Portland team. We'll have to see. I think the Cal Allen pride's enough to keep them in it. And the way the the way their offense, they run their offense. Yeah. They get some first downs. I think they can get, but I don't think they beat either of those two teams.
0: How about this one? As Ken Sprague, a longtime listener, says, we said it wrong. It's Hamshire Thun <laughs> it. They beat Lumberton. And it's yeah. not that they beat Lumberton, but and again, week one, blah, blah, blah. They held a very powerful Raider uh or Passing game and offense to 20 points. What was that? 36 of 20? 35 or, 20. 30,
1: was it 35
0: 20? I, I have on the or run sheet 35. 36 20. 20. I have 35. I mean, either okay. way, one point.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, the thing is look, Finette puts up that many points, but it's really the
0: defense. That's what the thing is impressive. Holding
1: man. a Lumberton offense that scored a lot of points last year had a lot of people coming back. They held them to 20 points.
0: Now, let's remember last year they won this game, but it was another close one. We keep trying to tell people the Longhorns are a real deal this year. Lumberton won that game last year? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. 38-31.
1: Oh, I was thinking uh, Lumberton won it last year. Okay. Yes,
0: Lumberton won it last year.
1: Now, I'm – Oh okay, I thought you said Finette. <laughs> no, no, no Lumberton sure. one. Okay. No, I'm saying
0: right. um, but but so they were held to 20 points in this game last year, uh they were never held to 21 to 20 points. Mm-hmm. Even in their losses they scored 24 and 23. So right there that shows you and you said it in the preseason show that hey, the Longhorns are are, are going to be a tough out again this year. And I think they kind of announced themselves in the region with this game.
1: Yeah, and I tell you what, One of the games, their district games, either Jasper or Silsby, we got to go to that
0: one. Yeah, I totally agree with that.
1: All right, how about Navarro uh, beating up on Navasota
0: thirty?
1: What was it, thirty-four
0: to six? I'm a little surprised by that. Navarro seems to be a slow starter with that offense. They're they just kind of they kind of start rolling slow to begin the year, and they usually play a really good schedule. And so usually, yeah, you Run
1: peanut a few times yes. out of a slot T, and you're going to score three touchdowns, though.
0: But I, I'm surprised that they dominated a Navasota team that, that's supposed to be much improved this year and back into the, the playoff race. Again, first game, we'll have to see. And that's a hard offense to, for a lot of first-time defenders to see. Your first offense is against maybe one of the best ones that run it. Uh, so, we'll just have to circle back with Navasota to see. But either way, good win for Navarro. All right. How about the basketball uh, game on turf? Center 80, Tatum
1: 63. I think you Tatum sa- ends up with, uh, like, 717 yards in uh, of total offense and loses. Uh, you,
0: you said it best. So it, before we this game even happened, because we were driving around uh, Thursday, uh, going to the hotel, and, and we were talking about shootouts. And, and some shootouts are fun. This is one of those that man, it's no. just you
1: start it's eleven thirty and you're not even done with the game or yeah, close.
0: I mean, come on, man. A, a, it's, and it's that's it, tough. And again, Tatum is three A, but this is Tatum's weakness. This was Tatum's weakness last year. Tatum mm-hmm. will be able to score with anybody in the state. Can they make enough stops? For center, same thing. I, I think center, I, one of the
1: best offenses in the state of Texas. Yes. But they got Obviously. F- I mean, they got three to four dudes that are Better than anybody else they are going to play offensively. Yep. But the, what's their defense? I mean, well, they only returned defense, three on defense. So there's going to yeah, be some and growing defense things. in late October, early November means a lot. You mean when, like like when the they playoffs. play
0: Carthage? <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. And you look at
0: last year, they lost in the playoffs to Aubrey 43 41. Yeah. You've got to, I know we talk about this as an offensive era, but if you want to consistently win playoffs week in and week out, you got to have some good defensive performances mixed in. Right on. All right, Wimberley uh, sixty, Canyon Lakes six? no shots. Canyon no. Lakes returning are returning hardly anybody. Uh, they're in a rebuild phase for Wimberley. You know, I I, I I don't mean this as a not, but man, I still would love to have seen if Cash would have stayed in Wimberley, what this team could have no, done. No, but they have a really good quarterback. Oh no, still. they do. in Cody Seavers, but yeah. it's a difference. There's a little bit of a difference. Uh, but yeah, great win for Wimberley. Wimberley, man. I, I legitimately think they're better than just Region 4 Wimberley again. I think just like last year, I, I mean, we said it in the preview show. I think we both said we think Carthage-Wimberley rematch. I, I wouldn't – I mean, I, nothing changed after one game, of course. All
1: right, Grandview. 35, Glenrose Rose, 7. Glenrose Rose is down. Yeah, they are. And that's and and Granby's a really good quarterback yeah. who did everything. And
0: that's what that's what Glen Rose does. They, they get a quarterback. Glen Rose really...
1: basically lost a major bowden. What, you know, yeah. China Spring quarterback or, was is what
0: glenrose or for older uh, they lost a uh, Derek thompson remember helmet glenrose i yeah, do um yeah. upset pleasant grove in the playoffs that year we were, that was one of the first year we were calling games but yeah glen this is what glen Rose does they get a quarterback they develop him they take their lumps and then in two years they're going to be back to being a region favorite now in saying that in this region in this district outside of godly I, I they're still gonna I make noise they'll probably beat godly <laughs> oh, I don't know, man. I think Godley's... <laughs> I think Godly's. Godly lost at a pretty good
1: clip to uh, what was it, West or Seventeen no. yeah, Seven? Yeah, I guess that's like a great.
0: Clip. Yeah, sorry. Wow, way me. to just run down Godly. Sorry,
1: I was coughing. I was having a just, moment. Co- just completely right, The last one on the run sheet: uh, Sunnyvale twenty-one, Aubrey.
0: Or, I'm sorry, Sunnyvale twenty-four, Aubrey twenty-one. I am shocked by by this one. Um. Aubrey, I know that they're kind of reloading this year after last year. But Sunnyvale, I I, I thought Sunnyvale was kind of reloading as well. And maybe Sunnyvale caught them at the right time. Uh, You know, they have the big Anna game next week. But, you know, Aubrey only returns eight starters, and so maybe this is one of those that in three weeks they look totally different. Uh, But good job for three-way. Good job for Sunnyvale. John Settle, I think, kind of needed a win like this. Yeah. Last couple years. big win. Yeah, last couple years they've beaten everybody they should, but they've lost everybody that they should. And this, I think, was the first time in a few years uh, that the Raider team beat a team that they probably were the underdog going into. All right. That is week one review. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, it is Coach X, and we preview week two for A style right here on Sideline to Sideline, brought to you by SI design and printing on L4. Media, Athletic director or coach looking to make your locker room pop, looking to refresh your look, looking to redo your brand? Well, check out SI Design and Printing. They're going to transform your sports organization athletic facilities into what you're looking for by enhancing the student-athlete experience, boasting the brand, and honoring your past they do that with banners backlit signage locker graphics window graphics fence mesh graphic designs and so much more if you need a refresh si design is going to help you do that check them out online si design.net and hey if you're a parent or a grandparent they've got something for you as well as si design is the leading provider of custom sports prints they offer a variety of products including posters banners canvases and more all you have to do is upload your high- high-quality studio, or action shot, and SI Design will create the memory for you. For more information, all you have to do is go to their website, sidesign.net forward slash sports prints, and you'll get all the information that you need. You can also find them on Facebook. Just type in SI Design and Printing. Give them a call, 254-405-9492, or you can email them, info at sidesign.net, and tell Kyle that Sideline to Sideline sent If it's an in season show of sideline to sideline, brought to you by SI Design and Printing, that means a Coach X moment. And here we go. Hey Grant, where are we on those T shirts that say you buy you buy? This is what I mean earlier. They're in the mail. Coach X. When was it? Three two years ago? That even, might have been pandemic like five years ago. It though. might even been you're right, From could that have Chinese
1: been. restaurant in Graham. Yes,
0: that's right. And so, uh, you kind of need to know the backstory of some of Coach X's stuff, Grant. You had one job, and that was securing t shirts. Then you went off on a tangent about prescription windshields. I'm pretty sure he went off on that tangent. No, that was my idea. I oh, was, it? oh, now you're claiming that idea. Okay, no, I. I've, I've actually had that idea for a long time. I know. That. You've, I have no you've actually brought that up before. No investors yet. I wonder why. Uh, t-shirts are much easier than that. Okay, this is where it gets convoluted. A coach on our staff that doesn't know that Coach X is me and I am Coach X that he is speaking to. Hey, do you think that is how Batman or Superman feels when people talk to them about how awesome they are and have absolutely no idea that they are the person they're speaking to? I do. Can I change my name to Coach Superman? That would be cool. But I don't want to get off topic. The coach said, Remember on on that show starring Coach X and those two other guys that they were talking about making t shirts that said, You bite, you buy? Whatever happened to that? I was like, Oh, there's a show like that. What's it called? I've never heard of this Coach X person that you speak of. <laughs> then I removed my glasses, jumped into a phone book and flew off to write an email phone to phone gr- booth. Or phone booth, excuse me. Uh, oh, flew Lord, off to write an email. Let me email.
1: start reading those again.
0: Please do. No, so anyway, back to Coach Superman picks for the week. And as we get to the game that he's he's made a few picks on, uh, we'll read them uh, as well. All right. Uh, let me. I got to pull up the email because you didn't send me a sheet. All right, let's go to 4A previews. Where do you want to start?
1: Uh, let's go to the top. Waco La Vega versus Conley. LaVega's Bryce and Roland ran for 249 yards last
0: Good week. win for them against Kennedy. We didn't bring them up, but a really good win for them.
1: Yeah, really good run, uh, win. And uh, Roland just, I mean, doing what we thought he was going to do. Here's the problem. Conley has Kiefer Sibley yep. at running back. That is a D1 prospect. He ran for 138 yards on five carries last week. But then their quarterback, Jamarian Vincent, 184 yards passing and 120 That's yards, the difference. 121
0: yards rushing. Th- that, to me, is the difference right there for Connolly. They've had the stud yeah. back, and they've made nice runs. This year, that offense seems like as long as everybody stays healthy, is very diversified. I like Conley in this game. I do too, and I think it could not get ugly, but I think Conley could win comfortably.
1: Yeah, I do too. I think, think Vegas a little two down to this three year. touchdowns. Um, yeah, they, well, offensively, I think they're fine. I it's just don't know say what def- their defense yeah. is going to be. Isn't that right? weird to say. Yeah. Um, but yeah,
0: I like uh Conley Begging this one. All right, let's see what Coach X has to say. The governors are supposed to be pretty strong this year. Like they're supposed to be so good. Oh, that they could drive around the in a convertible through downtown Dallas without a fear of getting shot with a magic bullet. But Vega's supposed to be really good this year too. You know, when I always had a hard time beating Vega, especially when I would pick E Honda. What? I never understood how a sumo wrestler was supposed to compete with a Marine and that it could make a sonic boom, but he always did. Give me the Vega over the Governors. I think it's a video game. That's not one I played. I don't so know. So he's, he's taking said. La Vega. This is a guy that earlier called Woodville the Beavers, and we're still confused. I know, right? As many technical issues we've had. So we both have Conley. Yeah. He's got La Vega. So if you're betting, okay. don't bet so- on high school sport, but if you're betting, go with the. Conley, not Lavega. But don't bet on. Her. Don't bet. Hey, uh, I know they're not four A, but they're playing a four A team. Holy crap! What Melissa did to Argyle last week—I mean, it wasn't even close. This was the, one of the biggest I've never seen Argyle in the times that I covered Argyle. I've never seen Argyle get beat like this. And this is a good Argyle
1: team. Yes, make no mistake about it. And but you know, there's a reason Melissa is the number one 5A Division II team out there.
0: Yeah, you had to tell me, you know, I, I admit, this is the first year I don't have to worry about 5A and stuff, and I, I for some reason in my mind, thought they had lost a lot of people. No, they returned everybody.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Now, they, in saying that...
0: Absolutely everybody. They play a China Spring team. I, I look at the Lorena-China Spring game and go, that's probably how it's going to go, but flipped it for China Spring. I think Melissa will win. I think Melissa will win comfortably, but I think China Spring will make them uncomfortable in the early parts. Oh,
1: yeah. I mean, Cash McCallum Kyle Barton, uh, both of those uh, dudes on China Springs' offensive side of the ball are going to be able to move the ball a little bit. And, uh, you know, that defensive front can get a little bit of push, but I think China Springs just up against it. I mean, but all they got to do is just hang in there. Well, and right? there's also
0: th- – They're th- still th- one of the best teams in Class 4-8. And there's there's a point in this game where we talked about, like, if, if the ho- hitting's really, really hard and you, you might get down a couple scores – in a district game, you keep it – in this one, you might be like, all right, let's just go ahead and pull it out. Let's get some Let's get some snaps for everybody else, and let's move on to, to live another day. All right, let's see what Coach X has to say. After he actually wrote something in. Man, did you see how dominant Melissa was over Argyle? That was crazy. It took me back to 2000 2000- – 2001 melissa's always the one that got away and man when she wanted something she took it ah memories commie spring is pretty good this year too but i have never picked against melissa and i never will the cardinals get on top and ride (laughs) there i go back to 2001 again pretty funny he said
1: commie springs yeah he's always yeah he's always done that and melissa right i always have to explain these to you No, you you really don't. but I I feel like
0: I do, though, because you look at me like you're lost. Well, no, I look at you like, why have we not found a new Coach X? Oh, okay. (laughs) Hey, we talked about that Kilgore game. Uh, Great game against Carthage. They have to turn around and play another East Texas Staller in Gilmer. I've got Uh, a hot sports opinion about this one. Look, Caden
1: uh, Tennyson, the quarterback for Gilmer, Big-time player, Will Henderson, ran for 214 yards on 27 carries last week um, against Chapel Hill. Yeah. And then they got a really good receiver in Eric Tate, who had, what, three catches for 81 yards. Uh, yes, I know Kilgore only lost to har- uh, Carthage by three points last week. Yep. Their defense looked great. Give me Kil- uh, Gilmer in a little bit of an upset here.
0: Yeah. I have Gilmer or Kilgore winning by three to four touchdowns. I've got Gilmore. I don't Gilmer, think it'll be close. I think Gilmer
1: I love wins it. this
0: football game. I, I love it. I just Gilmer wins by seven. Wow. Yeah. You said it earlier. We're, we're even when we disagree, we're usually in the same ballpark. I know. I think right? Kilgore feeds off this and, and realizes that hey, if we can hang with and possibly should have beat what everybody feels is the best team in the state, we're gonna we're good. Um, but we'll Gilmer, see. Gilmer but will win this football game. As, you, as we talked about, your, your biggest leaps a lot of times are from week one to week two, and, mm-hmm. and Gilmer's going to be fine. Even if they lose this game, Gilmer's got that young talent. They're going to be fine. Oh, I yeah. just, I just think it's still a little too early for him. All right, let's see what Coach X has to say. The Buckeyes busted a lot of offense Friday night, but their defense didn't seem to perform well. Kind of, kind of like Grant in the hotel room with David Carradine. <laughs> You see, that's some old jokes from way no, like ten years ago. All choking, no poking. <laughs> I think the Buckeye defense pops a blue pill and Stephens up the defense and busts some offense this week. Hey, I'll oh, see you only like, score. He, he, you read these? That's no. why you went. You're like Coach X. He's I, so smart. You think I'm gonna good point? Base good. my no, no, picks good on good point. You're Coach right. X. You're right. Uh, but anyway, so y'all both have Gilmer. I have Kilgore. Uh, all right. Let's go to Cuero versus Navarro. I think Cuero with
1: Mason Nataro and that defense is playing so well, will eke out a win against a really good running football team in Navarro. I think Navarro is very physical.
0: I'm really curious to see if this Navarro team continues what they did against – uh, navasota um last year uh, uh quero had their way 46 to 13 i think quero wins but i don't think it's that I, no, think it's close. I think
1: it's close and i think navarro has a chance to win this game but i'm
0: going uh quero yeah i, I totally agree on, on both counts I, I definitely think navarro has a chance but i like quero in it all right uh belleville versus stafford give me belleville you know belleville came out and i know the best team, but LaGrange isn't terrible. And just absolutely. You said, ain't yeah. I'm from East Texas. That's the way it works. I'm trying. Um, I told your mom. (laughs) Anyway, uh, they, they, uh, scored 68 last week. Uh, Stafford, we've talked about them, and they can look like world beaters. They can also look like anybody can beat them. Last year, this was a 55-0 shellacking. I, I don't think it's any different. I, I think Belleville. I think it's a lot closer. I don't think it's 55-0. Maybe, maybe, but it wouldn't shock me. Um, I, I think Belleville is angry after last year's going being world beaters and losing in round two, and I think they're trying to make a statement, and I like Belleville in this game. All right, Bay City and
1: Edna. This is a great one here. Bay City's quarterback, Alex Estrada, running back Jada Andrews, and uh, receiver Braylon Williams, three of the best uh, triplets, I would think you could say, in 4A, right? They're going against uh, Edna's quarterback, Jaden Clay, and running back Cade Rodas. Um, This is kind of a uh interclass game, I guess, and I think Bay City will – Outlast Edna. I think Edna won this game last year, if I'm not mistaken. Let me look. Uh, But I think Bay City has a little bit more. And Edna's one of the best teams in Class 3A down there. But I think Bay City will win this game in a close one.
0: Yeah, first off, Edna did win last year. But it was 21-27. And I remember us doing that show, and we were really impressed with Bay City. Because last year we thought Bay City was going to be a, a, Mm -hmm. a team to watch out for. And that game really solidified it for us. Uh they gave up 27 to Sweeney. Again, Sweeney's not the, the worst team in the world. I, I would like to have seen a little bit better on defense. But also, I will be the first to say I don't know when those points were scored. That's the one thing about some of these box scores. We don't always know if it was third teams and fourth teams and all that. I, I, I like Bay City in this game. Also because Edna, they return everybody on offense. They return a lot on defense. But, man, they are losing guys like Dre Ashford from last year's team, which won't matter in three A in the playoffs, but it will matter in this game at Bay City. Yeah. Well, Bay City's is going to have a little bit more depth. I-, I like them to win, but again, I think this is another close one. All right, let's see what Coach X has to say. I think this is his last one. Is this our last one? Totally. Uh, no, we got one more. All right, Bay City versus Edna Elgatos de Neglos versus the Stone Cold's tough four, tough region four matchup here. We need to get Jr. and Jerry the King to announce this one. Hey, prove me wrong here, sideline to sideline nation. The attitude of the the attitude era of the WWF that right, kids. I said WWF and will always will. The King and Junior had as much to do with the popularity of the WWF at that time as the talent did. Watch any of those matches. Watch any of those HHH matches without JR saying, damn you, HHH, damn you to hell. Triple H, by the way. Or the King saying, puppies, can't do it. Anyway, the Stone Colts, that's Edna, take this one, and then Jimmy Mitchell cracks a natural light on the 50 and serves out <laughs> stunners to anybody that says you can't do that here. To I like be... natural light on the 50. No, to be fair, if there's a coach that would do that, that would be Jimmy Mitchell. He, he is that colorful. Uh, so he goes with Edna. You and I go with Bay City. All right. Last one of the night. Mm -hmm. Little cypress
1: Mauriceville versus West Horn Stark. This is going to be a doozy. Both teams won their first game in pretty fashionable forms, right, against really good teams. Give me West Horn Stark. Nobody's talking about the Mustangs, but I think they're going to be a lot better than what people think.
0: I mean... Yeah, I, I think relative to what they were last year, I agree with you. Um, I, I still, on the state level, or, or the, I should say the region level, I'm not 100% sure. Well, they're probably in one of the toughest yeah, exactly. regions well, yeah. out there. But, I mean, that's a region that's been tough. And they but it lear- doesn't
1: matter. We're
0: just talking
1: about tough teams. Yes. Are they, I mean, I think they're going to be a really good team this year.
0: I think they're around what they were last year six and five five and six. I think they're better. I, I like LCM in this game by a touchdown. Um, Do you? Yeah, I, I just, I'm taking Horn's Star. And again, first off, these two teams I think are both solid enough that we're anywhere from six and five to you know thir- 12 not say 13 wins 11 yeah. 12 wins is possible. And also this early on, you know anything can happen. We always say that first couple weeks you never know. All right. Woo. It's been a long night. Week one, man. Week one, uh, had a blast. Sorry for the 3A uh, issues if you wanted to watch that one on YouTube. Sorry about Terry's performance. He'll get better. I'll get better. Yeah, hey, it's my first time on the field, man. Everything was going too fast. Right. I've been playing. This is like week eight for me, so I got it going. Well, the energy drinks, like week 11, man. Rocking it tonight. (laughs) <laughs> it's just an ongoing season for that. This anyway, we want to back to back to back. We want to thank our t- We want to thank our title sponsor, SI Design and Printing. We want to thank Power Plus Mouthguard. We want to thank Taylor Lee for. Editing the videos and having to sit through all this and get it all right. We do appreciate that. He'll be our executive producer this year at L4 Media. And we want to thank you for joining us here, week 17 or year 17 of Sideline to Sideline. Want to remind you, you can follow us on Twitter at Grant and Terry, like us on Facebook, Sideline to Sideline. Any questions, thoughts, or if you want to give stats to us or tell us how your team did, email us, Grant and Terry at s 2 Sport.com. Until next week, he's Grant, I'm Terry, and this has been Sideline to Sideline, the 4A edition, brought to you by SI Design and Printing on the L4 Media.